It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, let's get down to business here. Gary Birkenshaw joins us. Guru, good morning. Welcome back to the show. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Butcher. Fantastic Saturday morning, and uh, sure you're enjoying your time out there at the, the State Hockey Championships. Uh, always a good day. Yeah, we're loving it. And, uh, Guru, uh, you're going to be in the hot seat next week. Butch is off to the World Championships. So this is like a dress rehearsal for you. Uh, but before we go any further, let's roll in the audio. This is the biggest moment in sport this week. Green to finish, and Bearstate ducks once more. That was closer to the body. Oh, and it's... Oh. Well, there's a shout for a run out. Oh, now, that's going to be very interesting. Oh, no. Upstairs we go. Bearstow's out here. Bearstow's gone wandering oh. down the track after the ball landed with Carey. And like you might see in junior cricket, Carey's thrown the ball onto the stumps, standing back, and it's immediately been sent upstairs. The question is, was the ball dead? Maria Rasmus, the third umpire. Boy, oh boy, what a decision he has to make. I think the finger's going up here. Oh, he's walked out early. Oh, he's walked out early. He's walked out oh, early. Oh, yes, oh, he's oh, walked oh. out. My sense is, this is going to be given out. We're yeah. on the screen, it's given yeah. out. Yeah. It's a moment of controversy at Lords. The crowd are booing. Bairstow's walking off the field for 10. This is going to be a moment that goes around the world. For Burko... What's so controversial about it? <laughs> oh, I suppose the way way it happened, I suppose, Butes. Um, yeah, it was it was an interesting. It's had some commentary around it, but um, yeah, I suppose that the argument. If you, if you want to put a, put an argument for Bearstow, was the fact that was he trying to score a run? Um, was he trying to take advantage? I suppose that's that's the angle that they're going to take. And but yeah, obviously they send upstairs to the umpire, and you, know, you just can't go wandering around. But the funny thing, Butes, as I'll say about this one, is that I reckon there's a bigger controversy was around Mitchell Stark's catch the night before. I agree with you now, 100%. If that's, not a catch every, if, that's not a catch, if that's not a catch every day of the week, well, yep. I'm not here. You know, I'm with you, mate. Mitchell I'm with catch, you. Can I ask you this so, question, though? Yep. I'll ask you this question about, you know, when a spin bowler is bowling and the batsman comes out of his crease, he may not necessarily be going for a run. He's trying to improve his shot or whatever it was, Right. He still gets stumped, right? The fact that he's the keeper's 15 metres further back. And bear in mind that Bearstow tried to do that to Marnus Lemache uh, two days earlier in the, when Australia were batting. I just find it completely hypocritical. And the fact of the matter is this, that, you know, he was very casual in his approach. And you've got every right to do that. Every wicket keeper, I promise you, every wicket keeper who has ever kept stumps has done that at some stage. Uh, boys, uh, by, the way, the, by the way, the commentary was Adam Collins, and that was on SEN. Yep. It doesn't sit all that comfortably with me when I saw it. And I know we all wait until we hear over, and then we go and meet in the middle. But watching it, I'm not sure as a sports lover, nah. I know it's within the rules... So take your Australian... I'll take it off. I've got no problem taking it off. What about you, Burko? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm probably a bit with you, Steve, to be honest. Um, it, it butes back to your thing about the spin bowler is when the batsman comes out to a spin bowler, he's actually trying to take advantage. He's cutting the angle off, trying to negate the spin. So he's looking to take advantage of 
you know, you know, of the situation by trying to, to give himself a better option of not getting out. I'm not sure the Bearsay was trying to do it. Bearsay should have stayed his crease. Don't get me wrong there. At the end of the yes. day, it was against the laws, of, laws of the game. He should have he should have stayed in his crease. Whether he was trying to get an advantage, I don't know. There's been plenty of vision of incidents where it's happened in the past, uh, you know, where, where other keepers have done it. You mentioned the Lava Chain one, but Lava Chain once again was backing outside his crease at the time, wasn't walking out, he was actually backing outside his crease to try and take advantage and negate the swing um, of the England bowlers. So, a bit of a different situation, but um, yeah, but as I said, to me, the bigger the bigger incident was the, Stuart, the Mitchell Stark catch the night before I, the, I tell the you what's... Day. But Oh. Uh, I tell you what's worse than absolutely everything, Burke and Buttes, is the reaction of the fans and the members in particular. Oh, they were disgraceful. Did you hear their names? Some of their names: Bartholomew, Hugo Bert. It was like it was so English. It was unbelievable. These are the guys that were suspended. Burke, look, let's forget the controversy. Let's talk about the last yep. two days because it's been absolutely yep. phenomenal. That day one was ridiculous. 13 wickets, 330-odd runs. It was such a great day of cricket. Uh, and Mitchell Marsh uh, stands atop with his performance, as did uh, what Stokes did yesterday or last night. Um, yeah, it was just a, a great day of cricket. Yeah, how good was it to see Mitchell Marsh bat? Like, to, to sit there, it was, just, it was captivating to watch him bat on day one. Like, it, uh, I like I I've been a Mitch Marsh fan for a long time, and you know, he's certainly under-delivered on, on what he's, he's promised, his ability he has. But that innings on day one, he was just... You know, if you talk about being in the zone, he was... The, the, the ground wasn't big enough. Well, the ground's not big enough anyway. But um, yeah. but just the shot-making he played, the, the assuredness that he had, the confidence he had at the crease was... was it. And, and you take Stokes' innings out yesterday, there's been no other batsman in, the, in either side who's looked ever comfortable at the crease. And Mitch Marsh just looked, you know, he just looked so at ease. For a bloke, and keep in mind, he hasn't he hasn't played a game of cricket since the IPL. Yeah. And he hasn't played, red, he played one Red Bull game, I think, in the last two years and hasn't played a test in 20, since 2019. So, to be able to yeah. do... Four years. Pre- and don't yeah. forget, too, he's coming at number six. Yeah. And to be able to prepare yourself, though. So when you're, when you're sitting out, when you're not playing cricket, there's no tour games anymore. So just be able to Go in the nets, which is pretty tedious day in, day out. But have yourself prepared that when your opportunity comes, you've got to be able to take it and make a difference. And and he certainly he certainly done that. It certainly makes an interesting selection um, for him now with, with, with round Cameron Green. And um, if, you know, if any but, of our listeners yeah, missed it, Burko, sorry, sorry, Burko, one eighteen off one eighteen, seventeen fours and four sixes. Just one word, phenomenal. Yeah. Just amazing. Uh, Burke, yeah. just thought, mate, how do you see the game position? Like Australia, 263 uh, first innings. Um, I, I've got to say, the English did really well to get to 237. Oh, they sure did, They were so, five for 100-odd. You, you mentioned Stokes. Like, look yeah. at the nuisance value of Moeen Ali and Chris Wokes. Oh, Chris Wokes was uh, 24 of Ma- no, no runs, Mark, uh, no w- balls. Mark Wood, 24. Yep. Uh, well, you know, so really wagged their tail, didn't they? Yeah, they certainly did, which, you know, closed the gap on the Aussies. Where it's sitting right now, four for 116, Australia with a lead of 142. What is going to give you some comfort? Like, obviously, there's no doubt we're going to get a result. We're only at the end of the day two. Um, what number is it for you, uh, Burko, that you think will see the Aussies be comfortable? 300. 300 metres yeah. is the number. So we're a long way off 300, 150. Big partnership coming up. 
just one thing. I'm going to have my rant here as well, guys, because one thing yes. I am sick of tennis <laughs> cricket at the moment is the continual short-pitch bowling with eight blokes back on the boundary. Hmm. I'm, I'm just... Over England in the second test, but played three hours of cricket and only two balls in that three-hour were picked within six metres of the batsman. And then last night we talked about Stokes, we talked about the tail wagging, and Australia did nothing but bowl short-pitch bowling to them the whole time, and they're just teeing off. Yep, they ended up getting them out court, I get that, but they put on 90 runs in 10 overs for the last three wickets. We get rid of the top order by bowling at the top of off stump, nicking behind the stump. Yet when the tail comes out, all we want to see him to do is just bowl short to him with eight in the fence. And that's on a ground that the size of where they're playing at Headingley at the moment. When you're just going to bowl short to Stokes, he's going to put you over the fence, over the fence every time anyway. Yeah. So it's just, just, yeah I reckon it'll lead, it will lead to a change to the rules, I reckon. I reckon it wouldn't surprise me if, if this continues, is that they'll introduce the circle like they're doing one-day cricket. And you've got to have so many players inside the circle. I think you're right, Burke, and I look at that and I go, you know what, you also got to bear in mind, now, back in the day, the tail-enders were genuine tail-enders. Now yeah. most of these guys are playing IPL. They can, you know, yeah. they can throw the bat around, right? They, they're a lot more better uh, with their batting technique, etc. So runs are going to be had, and we saw, we saw that last night. Hey, Burko, uh, we haven't spoken too much about the AFL, but your Tigers, what a crucial win keeps them in the hunt, and what are your thoughts about the text message I sent to you? I feel like Sydney had some moments, but they almost panicked in their forward pocket, didn't they? They just could not get a shot on goal. Yeah, look, it was a game of two halves, really. The first half, Richland were virtually unwatchable, and the Swans just really dominated. But I think the turning point of the game, Steve, was when the rain came. Uh, the rain came down just before half-time and continued through the second half. And the Swans never made, never adapted to the conditions at all. They were still trying to play the same standard of football. And they only had something like six shots of goal, or six scoring shots, after half-time. And... Um, you know, the Richmond now scored in the second half by 31 points. So, important win. It was a, it was a must-win game for both sides, to be perfectly honest. Swans had their opportunity. Richmond kicked the last three goals and uh, and got over the line, which is uh, very good for me and, and keeps their final hopes alive. Burko, I, I find it interesting. I mean, we've got legends in the commentary box in the AFL, but, you know, last night Collingwood, they're behind by three goals against the Western Bulldogs, and the commentators are saying the Bulldogs have got a comfortable lead here. I don't think three goals bothers any footy team, regardless of what level it is, let alone the Collingwood Magpies. Five goals doesn't worry me in this day and age of, of, of football, to be honest, Steve. It's just, um, you know, I was listening to that commentary and I just find it very, very funny. You, you, talk, you talk about that. You know, it takes, you know, the way you look at it is if you kick two goals, where, if you kick two consecutive goals, where are you placed in the game? It's like when you talk about cricket. If we take two quick wickets, how are we placed in the game? And, that's, mm. and if you look at it like that, you're right back in it. There's, there's, there's nothing in it. And especially when you're talking Collingwood. Collingwood are playing supreme football at the moment. And you know, them and Port Adelaide are, are streets ahead of everyone at the moment. Still a long way to go. But uh, the other, you, you wouldn't count them out in any game. Hey, you know what, boys? If I had to name in Butes' top three, if I had to name my number one moment, mm-hmm. I'm not going to the Ashes. I'm not going to Shane Van Gisbergen, despite what a phenomenal performance that is. I think I've got to go to the Swifts versus West Coast Fever. Oh, okay. What a thrilling game that was. We spoke about it earlier, but 65-64. And let's hope tonight, can you believe the game being played at a neutral venue? It's being played at the John Kane Arena. And that gets underway at 7 o'clock tonight. Thunderbirds in their first grand final for a decade. 
up against the mighty New South Wales Swifts. And if Bryony Akel isn't a legend already, can you believe this would be her third grand final win? So, phenomenal. Well, well and she Steve, is. What about, the, what about the performance? Sorry, Steve. The performance of Sophie Fawns in that game. 7 of 11 of, from, the super sh- from the super shot. Fantastic performance in, in just her second year. Unbelievable. Yeah. And, and Steph Curry. And well, you forget that she's 19 years old. Yeah. Uh, and the yeah. enormous pressure. But it's what I said earlier in the show, the fact that I don't know whether they're doing sports psychology or they're just saying, look, you know, this is just a game of netball. Try to be in the moment, enjoy the moment, because you see that young lady smile more than almost any other athlete. Uh, Guru, thanks so much for your time. Pleasure to have you back on the show, and we'll see you next weekend. Yeah, really looking forward to abuse. Enjoy Ireland too, mate, won't you? Hey, yeah, mate, fantastic. I'm looking forward bring, to it. Bring, bring, bring home the chocolates, and Steve, look forward to, to being on the show, and just try to be a little bit like Michael Butner, be just fantastic.